Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony, and with over a decade in the local church, I want to help you connect with Jesus in practical and informative ways. We do that every single week through intentional dialogue and these monologue episodes to help you think about what God is doing in your life. Today's episode is all about rejoicing as an act of worship. This episode is perfect for someone who feels a little worn down, maybe just a little overwhelmed with life. It's really going to be helpful for someone who's um, dry. And it happens. happens to all of us. It happens to me. There have been so many seasons in my life that have felt a little overwhelming. Amen? Right? I mean, like... Gosh, all of COVID was like that for me in the local church every single week, trying to decide whether or not I was in person, just on this, just on that. It's just pretty incredible how these things work out. What really brought this to my attention is the ministry that I get to do at Spirit and Truth is an equipping ministry. If you're not familiar with it, Spirit and Truth is a 501c3. It's the kind of the umbrella ministry for this podcast and for many others. So spiritandtruth.life if you want to learn more about that or if you're looking for a way to support us, year-end giving is crucial. So go to spiritandtruth.life and consider Anyway, so we were in Weatherford, Oklahoma, lovely place, Weatherford, Oklahoma. We were there last week, and we were ministering to pastors and church leaders in the Oklahoma region. And one of the things that just kept coming up over and over again was how tired everyone was, just worn out, exhausted. I mean, you probably know some pastors who feel that same vibe, and one of the things that we do is we try to breathe fresh life into the people that we minister with. And at the end of the conference, everyone kind of collectively looked around and said, okay, I can keep doing that. And, and I love that. absolutely love it for the people that attended. And I, I honestly, I pray for them and I pray that they can carry that fresh breath into this next season But the reality is, is that there were a lot of people who weren't there. There were a lot of tired people that just don't feel like they can do one more thing. Maybe that's you, right? Maybe you're in a season that feels like you don't have capacity to do one more thing. And maybe because of that burned out feeling, you're lacking joy. And that's a really tough place to be. You know, lacking joy is not a fun place. It's a hard place. And so much of that is situational, right? COVID was an obviously not joyful. I'm in the Methodist tribe, and there's a lot of things right now that aren't joyful, right? If you just look at the tension in America politically, again, not joyful. So how do we, as followers of Christ, stay joyful when the world is also is just feels like it's demanding grumpiness. How do we feel joyful when the world is like knocking at our door with grumpiness? And what I want to remind us of is a scripture from Philippians. Philippians 4, 4 through 7. You've probably heard it before, but let me read it to you. I'm reading from the NIV. It reads like this. Rejoice. 
in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So if you've ever heard this text before, um, one of the things that's always important to remember is that Paul is writing this text from prison. So he's got no real reason to be joyful. And it's not like the prison that we've experienced, but this prison is completely dependent on other people's generosity in order to stay alive. There's no guaranteed meals. It's not three hot in a cot. It's clearly, clearly this is not a joyful place. Yet Paul is telling us that you can see the true source of his joy. And he says it very clearly, right? He says in verse five, he said, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Paul's joy comes from his proximity to the Lord. Let that think in for, sink in for just a second. Paul's joy comes from his proximity to the Lord. So, you know, if, if you're not feeling joyful, one of the questions that we must wrestle with is how far am I away from the Lord? Right? If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, kind of like you're in quicksand, how much time are you spending with God? Now, the other thing is, is that we have to remember is that God's goodness, God's joyfulness is not dependent upon my emotional being. God's joyfulness is not dependent upon my emotional being. So if I'm having a bad day, a bad month, a bad year, that doesn't change who God is. And actually, as Christians, that should bring us much hope. That should bring us so much hope because there is just so many good things that happened when we realize that we're not God. So what do we do if, if we're not feeling joyful personally, but we know the Lord is joyful? Well, I want to suggest that we need to go back to some very basic understandings of who God is, right? What, I'm going to give you kind of five statements of who God is that give me joy. Now, there's more than five, just to be clear. You can have your own statements. These are five that I thought of that I thought, man, these are, these are just joyful statements for me. The first one is this. The Lord is the creator of the universe. Man, I love that. He made everything. The stars, the mountains, everything. He gave us belly buttons for the love, right? I love it. Right? Like, it's just crazy. The Lord is the creator of the universe. That's the first thing. When I remind myself of that, little shot of joy right there. The second thing, the Lord is relational. Relational. He wants to connect with you. Right? The scripture says that he's numbered the hairs on your head while you are still in your mother's womb. The entire arc of scripture is God pursuing, pursuing, pursuing his people. So that's the second one. The third one, the Lord is merciful. Man, I love that we serve a merciful God. He doesn't give us what we deserve. He gives us so much more. The Lord is merciful. Okay, so let's recap the first three. The Lord is the creator of the universe. 
The Lord is relational. The Lord is merciful. The fourth one, the Lord redeems. The Lord redeems. That statement is so good for me because it just reminds me that the Lord wants to take all that I have and use it for good. He wants to take all that I have and use it for good. I, one of my favorite memory verses, Romans 8, 28, and all things work together for his good. And the fifth and final one, the Lord is love, right? The Lord is love. And the best example of that is Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus is love on earth. Man, and when I remember that, when I remember who God is, when I remember what God does, when I remember what God stands for, that brings me joy. And it's not a circumstantial joy. It's not a, an every now and then joy. It's an always joy. It's the kind of joy that just lasts. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I have to say that statement like a million times, right? I, I got to pick one or two and just repeat them to myself. But man, what a blessing these statements are. What an incredible gift they are when we understand who God is. You know, so I, I don't know where you are in your life or your faith journey. I don't know how tired or worn out you're feeling right now. But if you can use a little shot of joy, just be reminded of who God is. Be reminded of the gift. Sometimes in the morning, I need to jot these in my Bible or I need to write them in my journal. When I remember to journal, I'm not great at that. But writing out, saying out loud these statements, they can transform my heart from a heart that's tired and achy to a heart that's grounded and joyful. So my prayer for you this week is that maybe you'll latch on to these statements. Just one or two or both or both, one or all of them, and use them to walk with the Lord. More than anything, friends, the Lord wants you to be joyful in him, not in you, in him. He gives us lots of reasons to have joy. Hey, friends, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you. If you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can do so by going to Reclamation Podcast with Tony Miltenberger. You can look me up on Instagram at TWMilt. And remember, guys, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move. <laughs>